to Cheap Wine and Good Food, the podcast where we ask you to subsidize our wine habit and our slow but certain descent into drinking too much and remembering too little. This is Virginia Palencia. Hi, I'm Israel Palencia. (laughs) And I must say there's never too much wine or drinking too much because every so often you come across hidden treasure in the most unlikeliest of places. You're feeling very poetic this evening. Am I? Yeah. You know, I spent a good part of the afternoon going through Barnes & Noble today, and I was actually with one of my co-workers, so I was going through there and pointing out various different books. So maybe that's why. I think maybe it's that you're drinking a really good Malbec, which is your favorite grape. It is. And someone who loves you very much finally brought to you, like like Don Quixote, like a quest, I brought you a Popeye's chicken sandwich. It was like, um, like the skies opened up. <laughs> and the sun came out, and there was sunshine and beams of rays of like... Oh my God, what is this chicken sandwich and wine doing to you? You know, let me ask you a question. Go for it. Uh, since I've done two really good deeds, I brought you a really good bottle of wine, and I brought you the chicken sandwich of your dreams that you've been waiting over six weeks for. Yes. How many days of bad behavior can I now get away with? Hmm. How many days? Well, the wine. One. Five. How bad are we talking about? <laughs> okay, how lazy can I be in the next three days of our relationship? Um, let's quantify it. How about 1.75? All right, that sounds legitimate. So let's see, it's Thursday evening. So for, I got to about Saturday, 8 p.m. I'm feeling good, feeling good. Okay, that works for me. Yeah, let's talk about this wine. This is good. Well, I think we should start with one very simple thing. Our discussion about... The bodegas. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about the title of the wine first. What's the wine called? Bodega Parioso. Or Parioso. Paraiso. Paraiso. Wow. <laughs> Both of us failed Spanish 101, clearly. I was trying to give it a little flair. Yeah. And I actually called it, like, the clown. Yeah. No, no. I think... So, Bodega Paraiso, it's a Malbec. We're drinking the 2017. Chilean. Yeah, this one's a Chilean Malbec. It's delicious. Chilean wine always surprises me. I'm used to Argentinians. I'm used to Spanish. But I'll bypass the Chilean, but then I'll try it, and I'm very pleased. And the prices are always just, they're great prices because we're trying to compete with the other wines. And um, what's that grape that everyone thought was extinct? Oh, Carmenere. That was in Chile. Yeah. That was in Chile. Yeah, so um, let's talk about this a little bit because I think that this, if you're going to put it on the Argentinian wine scale, you know, which we're going to say is uh, good quality, right? I think this could pass for sure. Oh, I agree. Definitely, um, it's very rich. It's it's got a lot of cherry. That's what I taste with it. It's it has a strong like when you first sip it, it has a very strong. Flavor. 
but it's smooth. Yeah, it's bold, but then yeah. it's smooth. Yeah, and usually when you drink something that's so strong, there's a bit of acidity there. This doesn't have that. It's just very smooth, and you're expecting it. Um, this is a nice, there. like, this is a very nice sipping wine. Yeah. And definitely one you want with some, some spice. Hey, wait, we forgot to do something important. Oh. Salud, we're both home Salud. at the same time. That's, that's crazy. That's a rare thing. So you could pair this with sausage. I would do soppressata with this. Well, and according to the winemaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're looking at the bottle now. That's cheating. You know, I got to take where I can get it here. It says a I can't red read pasta, that print. a hearty. What's a red pasta? Hearty, um, tomato pasta. Oh, okay. Yeah. A well-aged hard cheese. Yeah, I could see that. Or a charcuterie. Charcuterie. Is that French? That's basically what we eat every Friday. Ah, good. Okay. <laughs> it's so, like salamis and cheeses and olives, so more or less. Basically, what this is saying is that this wine is perfect for our food palate. It really is. Um, but what I was going to say is we paired it with an unconventional choice oh, we did. that we hinted at. <laughs> we went all Norfolk on it. Yeah, we, we paired it with a Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, we, we said this is, what is this, cheap wine and good food. Sometimes it's cheap food, people, um, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. I'm not a big fast food person. This is, this is a truth about me that you know well and our 12 listeners out there who know me probably personally very well. Fast food's not something I reach for a lot. I prefer a home-cooked meal. But there are a couple of things that are like, that just call me like a siren song. Every now and then, maybe twice a year, I have to go to the scrimp shack. <laughs> the catfish nuggets, they get me every time. They get me every time. Um and if, if we're going to talk fried chicken wars, you know, uh, I definitely wanted to check out the Popeye's chicken sandwich um, for a while. It kept getting sold out of our area. I can't speak to what other people were experiencing. So. They had it near my job, and um, my dispatcher actually um, got it, and she did a Facebook post on it, and she said that minus the um, something about Popeye's staff where... They forget something, and in oh, hers, they gave her the wrong bun, and <laughs> they forgot the pickles. Is there is there a different bun? I didn't know there was a bun. There, they, I think they gave her like a sesame bun. What? Yeah, and no pickles, but she was like the chicken was just off the chain. It was just far superior. I was uh, I thought I was going to treat my cousin who was really pregnant at the time to it, and she was like, "Oh no, my boss already bought it for us, and we did a taste test." And I'm like, "Who has a job like that? That's amazing." I'm apologizing for the dog rattling around. He's the world's loudest uh, drinker and eater. Yes, he is. Yeah, so I would say in our area, there are three major fried chicken chains and yes. three minor ones that most people probably do not know outside of the local what? area. Which ones? Well, the major ones would be Popeye's, yes. um, which started in Louisiana. Yeah. Um. The biggest competitor, in my opinion, to that is Bojangles. That's a North Carolina company. That's very regional. You'll see it in Virginia. Um, I don't think you see it really north of Richmond. Maybe in a couple places. 
Um, so most people here are either Popeyes or Bojangles. That's kind of the conversation. And there's KFCs here, but I don't know who goes there. Out of towners. That's there are a lot of people who go to KFC still. Nobody I know. There's one in my town where I work, and the KFC has outlasted. Um, yeah, but I was going to say, like, on the south side, it's definitely going to be, it's a Popeyes versus Bojangles, no conversation. But the three minors, um, we have uh, Church's Fried Chicken. Never tried that. They were really big in my hometown of Norfolk. Um, Feather and Fin. So you could, it's kind of like a scrum shack. You can get your fried seafood mm, okay. and you can get fried chicken. But their claim to fame is if you really want to spike your cholesterol, they literally sell like a bag of deep fried batter. So you're like, let's just not even eat the meat or the fries in. Let's just go straight just to the grease. Batter? Well, it's just like the crunchies. I think they call it crack. It's not crackings, like pork crackings, but you know, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then actually a chain that I really like out of Virginia Beach is called Pollard's. And we grew up really, everybody thought that that was the place to go. That was exciting. And they have I've these things called... I've seen Pollard's, but I've never actually been there. Uh, they have one in Virginia Beach, and they have one out in Ocean View, and they're famous for something called Honey Puffs, which I used to think were like a um, famous like secret recipe but i found out later it's just <laughs> the pillsbury dough like crescent roll dough that you can get at the grocery store yeah. and they just deep fry it and drizzle it in honey which <laughs> sounds really gross but you know when you're like 15 or 16 or you know you're in college and you're drinking a lot it seems like a good idea at 2 a.m shoot i'm so sorry to interrupt but i forgot a seventh fried chicken feature of this area what that is gas station chicken. Oh, Dodge's Dodge's Fried Chicken Store. I'm telling you, that is the place. When I would bring um, out-of-towners here, like, I really want some fried chicken. I would pull into the gas station. They would look at me like I was insane. But Dodge's Fried Chicken uh, is no joke. And you can get JoJo potatoes, and you can get all kinds of That's true. sides or whatever. That's, That's really true. good. So, hey, circling back. And then Chick-fil-A, of course, is yeah. everybody really seems to love Chick-fil-A. It's very buttery. Hardee's at one point sold in the Kansas City. No, they does. still do. They yeah. still sell chicken. Okay. Yeah. So obviously if you're in anything under below the Mason Dixon, there's gonna be a lot of chicken anywhere. In a grocery store, in a in a I can't believe I forgot about Chick-fil-A when that was the whole point. Maybe I've had too much too much wine already. But yeah. What did you? What do you think about Chick Fil A versus Popeyes overall? Or what do you think is the best? KFC, Chick Fil A, Bojangles. I personally like a spicy chicken. So Bojangles doesn't really impress me because they're it isn't spicy enough. It just isn't. Um, KFC on occasion will do a good spicy chicken and good spicy wings, um, but if it's a bad KFC, it's not good for you. Popeyes, in my opinion, probably makes the best spicy chicken, and their sandwich was better than Chick-fil-A's. Um, I like the little buttery roll. Um, I like the chicken. It had a nice crisp to it. Um, it was worth it. Yeah, I think the Popeyes chicken sandwich was better in the long run just based on the quality of the chicken. Otherwise, it was pretty much the same. Yeah. There's some things that Bojangles does really well. Um, I do like their spicy chicken, like their spicy chicken tenders. I like their seasoned fries. I like their um, dirty rice is really good. 
But pound for pound, I'm probably always going to pick the, the Popeyes over it. Yeah. But if I'm ever next door to a Pollard's, I might have to go get a honey puff. I have to try that now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've never done that. I've never uh, taken you there. No. But, you know, it's like whenever we're in Northern Virginia, anywhere we get close to Washington, D.C., suddenly my gears switch and now it's Peruvian chicken. That's true. Yes. And we found a great Peruvian chicken. Well, yeah, I think right now, I think I think there's two favorites for me. Yeah. One is Ricky's Chicken 2. Yeah. <laughs> Not number one, but Ricky's Chicken number two. We always have luck with number two restaurants. We Because we like Tasty Hand Pooled Noodles number two yes. in Hell's Kitchen in New York. Not number yeah. one, but number, number two. Number two. Um, and then another one I really, really like is um, Don Pollo. Which is by my auntie's apartment off of Georgia Avenue, okay, yeah. and that is um, glorious. That is that is they just do such a good job there. Um, I love the yuca fries. I like and the green sauce, yes. whatever that is made of. It's the nectar of the gods. The chicken, the sauce, the <laughs> rice, the beans, everything. I'm very happy. Um, well, outside of like my family's neighborhood for a while, we had what we would call the Pollo Wars. There was like three competing Peruvian chicken shacks with like smoke billowing out and rotisseries on the spit. And finally, one of them burnt down. And my cousin Val swears that the other owner, you know, committed arson to be the final winner of the Pollo Wars. <laughs> but nobody can say for certain because honestly, that neighborhood's been like gentrified so much. That a lot of those great places are gone, and now it's condos. Oh, what a so shame. we're we're down to Ricky's Chicken Number Two, and Don Pollo. Ricky, <laughs> shout out to Ricky, who's really nice to my mother-in-law. He knew, you know, he knew <laughs> all of us, and by now it should be no surprise if we go somewhere with her, people are gonna know us. <laughs> my favorite part is when Ricky comes out himself to admonish us because our kids eat too much uh, American food. Yes. He's like, what's going on here? And we're like, we're not even Peruvian, buddy. We're just doing our best to get by. Do you remember <laughs> the, uh, the two guys who came in there and they saw the plate of food that you had? Oh, they thought I worked there. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, what is that? And they were sitting there staring at your food and like, are you going to eat all that? Because really what it was was a quarter chicken. Yeah. I think some yuca fries and some rice, maybe. Or probably, salad. Probably, probably salad. rice and beans, some yeah. salad, yeah. And it's just <laughs> normal stuff for us. But he's looking at it like, what? The, what is that? That's amazing. Yeah. He's like, do you work here? You seem to know what to order. And then, then they kept making fun of me, like, are you going to eat all that? And yeah. I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to try, sir. <laughs> I'll give it my best <laughs> shot. I'm give it a good old college try. Exactly. But, <laughs> you know, I just dropped, what, $7 on... Um, uh, enough food that could feed a legion. It's crazy. Yes, but it was good. Speaking of chicken, I was teaching my college class this morning, and we're doing like a new unit. Well, I guess the topic I gave them to write was kind of explore customs that yeah. we have around uh, the home or food or holidays. And so we ended up getting into this really large debate about what's the point of eating turkey on Thanksgiving. Oh. And like we know it's a national bird, but yeah. I think we all were pretty much in agreement that turkey's pretty terrible. <laughs> like of all the things to eat. It's dry. I can get excited about. Right. And I you know, the truth is is I'm not that excited about chicken as much as I just went on and on about it. Like I could probably never eat chicken again for the rest of my life. And turkey's very much in the same category. I, it's the lowest of the low to me. I do like chicken. I look forward to turkey just because it's a once a year thing. But if uh -uh. if it was every month, 
that one. I gotta like drown it in gravy. I gotta drown it in gravy. I do have yeah. to drown it on something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just think it's it's dry, it's bland. You know, it's kind of funny that I think Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird, but yeah. that's what we eat every year at Thanksgiving. We could have been eating an eagle <laughs> for Thanksgiving, right? Like, by that logic? It's true. Is this bad logic? Why Why don't we eat pheasant? There's a lot of pheasant running around. What does that taste like? Probably better than turkey. It's more Listen, meat than turkey. if I take it to a Peruvian chicken shack and they put it on a spit, I bet it's going to come out exquisite. Do you know why it's turkey? Because one why? turkey can feed a whole family. One pheasant can feed one person. Okay, that might have some facts to it. So why not a pig? Why don't we just do the whole hog? Because it's a birthday. Is it? Yeah. And most families, or many families, will do um, ham on Thanksgiving. One of the things we talked about was is that um, all of us do the turkey, no matter your culture or region. Yeah. Uh, and we agreed that mashed potatoes probably, some kind of potato gets in there. Stuffing? I, we realized that not everybody did stuffing. Oh. And I think at that point, that's where you start to deviate and people's traditions and different things come in. So I was telling them about our Thanksgiving in D.C. and how it's really just kind of morphed into this thing where we have bulgogi, we have chicken and dumplings, we have some vegetarian dishes, like we have all lemon kinds meringue. of things going on. Lemon meringue, yeah. Oh, they all thought pumpkin pie was universal. I was like, not everybody does pumpkin pie. Not everybody likes it. I like pumpkin pie. You like any kind of pie. Every pie is your favorite. Name one pie you don't like. I'll wait. Apple. Lies. <laughs> if I make apple squares, you go crazy. That's all that is. It's an apple pie I in a square. I did not shape. say I would not eat it. <laughs> what yeah. I said was, I don't like it's it. It's all so clear now. Like, I like lemon meringue. I like custard. So, I like a lot of pies. Clearly. I do. I don't think, I don't think you've ever met a sweet you didn't like. That's not true. Hmm. I'm not a big fan of chocolate. Such a liar. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of chocolate, chocolate would go really well with this wine. I can't get over how smooth and drinkable this is. I have been drinking this faster than I normally would just because it's it's just that smooth and it easy. Is. It is. This was worth every penny. I think I paid eight bucks for this. And I think I got suckered in at a wine tasting and I wasn't, I was like at, at a grocery store and I was just like, oh, sure, I'll try some. And then I was just really... Surprise! I must have been thinking of you because I got them all back, you know? So this is definitely one we'd buy again, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I can find it again. I will find it. So this is, I think, all we have for our classy podcast. An absolutely delicious Malbec that I'm not quite sure how to find again. Uh, And the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, that's a plus. So from here, is this where we transition to... We go watch your secret show. Oh, it's not so secret anymore. If you put it on on a podcast that only 10 people listen to. I apologize. As I place (laughs) my hand over my mouth. Uh, He's giving me a hard time because he's been on night shift lately. And uh, I stumbled onto the Outlander series. And I thought, oh, yeah, I like time travel. And I think I'd read the first book a while ago and found it interesting. Um, I did not realize how much sex they have on that show. So they're time traveling and constantly fleeing for their lives. 
but literally every traumatic scene is followed by sex. A lot of sex. I think so much sex. Each episode ends with sex. Maybe. But I, the show's okay. Sometimes Claire can be a bit too much. Well, Jamie sure has figured out how to shut her up. But I'm not watching just for the sex. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not watching for the sex. He's not my type. He's really tall, pale, and kind of, you know, a ginger. Not really my type. Um, I really was watching it more for, like, the time travel and the history. Then my youngest son got into it, so now it's like, oh, God, I have to keep, like, editing and censoring, and it's taking too much energy. I will admit that what I enjoy about the story is how everything comes back. You'll meet a character in season one, and they have an interaction that's a positive <laughs> or a negative, something. And then in season four, that character comes back, and that small interaction three seasons ago has significance. I like that. It shows planning. But if I were going to do like my top five Netflix shows, this is more just an indulgence to, to bide my time. Yeah. I think a bunch of better shows would be Mindhunter was amazing. It was. Um, what else have we been watching? Oh, Good Place. Good Place hilarious. Is good. If you haven't watched Shit's Creek uh, for comedy, oh my God, it's divine. That's so good. Uh, yeah, so there's definitely better programming out there. Narcos. Narcos was amazing. That's also a really good one, especially season two when it was the Kali cartel. <laughs> Pancho's like my favorite character of all time. He's very depraved. He is an interesting character. Yeah, but uh, so Outlander's more my secret indulgence kind of placeholder show that you've now outed me about. But that's okay. I mean, we, we've had all kinds of disclosures. We've learned that uh, our idea of good food is Popeye's chicken. Yes. <laughs> An amazing wine that we can't get a hold of again, but should I find it again, I'm going to buy a cream. Oh, we're stocking up. Yeah, that's definitely a keeper. It's this and that Italian are the... Uh, the fun, oh, the fun, um, Fontella, Fontanella Chianti is delicious. That is... Yeah, it's a good one too. It's hard keeping a case in stock at the house. We've learned to like... Um, when we find a good one just to stock up because we end up wanting to give it away or share it with people and... Um, you, you can't hold on to a good thing. No. But anyway, um, thank you for sticking with us and listening to us, and uh, we wish you good wine drinking in your future. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You guys have a great weekend.